0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, one day closer to BYU football season opener. Is that the most important game on the schedule? If not, what is? How does BYU
1: replace over 2,000 receiving yards that graduated last season? How Ben Cahoon plans to do that. And
0: Michael Davis tells us how much man-to-man coverage we'll see from the corners. Davis Island? Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. We're doing it live. BYU Sports Nation in Radio Vision presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Happy Tuesday, August 9th, wherever and however you're dialed in. Great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with USA American Jerem Jordan Did Hashtag say that? Redundancy who, who said that? Oh, I don't know I think a few people Beauty pageant contestants Oh, okay In particular I
1: thought it happened With the Olympics or something Yeah <laughs> Yeah, wait a minute USA
0: hey, American what,
1: Along those lines It, it always uh, gets me When someone says Yeah, NFL football I'm like National Football League football. As opposed to the other inferior versions of football? Didn't
0: the NBA com- football? Didn't the NFL NFL come football? out with a commercial? NBA basketball. It's fantastic.
1: National Basketball Association basketball? Like, you just say the NBA, and I know that you're talking about the game of basketball, right?
0: Can you use Major that- League MLB baseball. You're describing the type of baseball it is, though, right? Even though you're saying baseball twice.
1: What other kind of baseball is there that you would need to mention?
0: There are different leagues. I'm just trying to
1: understand. It's called softball. It's called slow pitch. I'm it's trying called...
0: to understand why yeah, yeah. they USA would do that.
1: American. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what? Did you hear, speaking of America and the Olympics, Jake Taylor, BYU swimming All-American, his public enemy number one. In he, a, and he brought in, it up. In a friendly, joking way, won gold last night for the United Ryan States. Ryan Murphy.
1: So I'm sitting there watching last night, because I love watching the Olympics, especially swimming. I think it's great. And uh, Ryan Murphy goes up there, and I go, Hey, that's the guy that Jake Murphy wrote. He wrote, Ryan Murphy stinks, or something like that, <laughs> on one of our flags. Yeah, and he, yeah, he's, he was funny about it. Ryan Murphy uh, is 21, goes to Cal, and he won the gold in the 100-meter backstroke. Gold medal. Very nice. I was, it'd be awesome to see a BYU guy in there. Did you know that USC has won a medal in the Olympics the past 104 years, a USC grad? Whoa. Or is it someone currently at USC? I saw that. That is crazy. Like, we're just happy to have guys in there. We have five guys in the Olympics, or four athletes, two coaches, just participating, right, in some way, winning a medal or winning gold. I can't remember exactly what, but that's crazy.
0: Does USC have their own television show? No. No, they don't. BYU does, though. I don't want to. I don't want to go gold in the Olympics versus a Daily Show. I'm just teasing, okay. Man. Okay. I'm just teasing. Women's soccer tonight, by the way. So, like the with, with in in a weird way, we we do like this mock broadcast to get us ready for the season. The alumni game. It's it's the it's alumni been, it's, game.
1: It's soccer moms versus soccer players tonight. <laughs> There's gonna be so many Minivans there. It's gonna be great. Oh, shout out to Jamie Beck. <laughs>
0: not that they're not already there. You
1: know what I mean. <laughs> That's to Jamie Beck, who's in Virginia. She can't play in the game anymore. Who
0: is still an avid fan of yeah, BYU it's Sports true. It's Nation. True. All American. Oh she fine. is yes, yeah, Jamie yeah, renditch yeah. Beck. Let's go. Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines, led off by this Stuart Mandel of Fox Sports reports. 25 LGBT groups led by Athlete Ally have addressed a letter to Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesby expressing concerns with BYU's candidacy for Big 12 Conference membership. BYU spokeswoman Carrie Jenkins gave Fox Sports the following statement, quote, BYU welcomes as full members of the university community all whose conduct meet university standards. We are very clear and open about our honor code, which all students understand and commit to when they apply for admission. One stated sexual orientation is not an issue, end quote.
1: BYU football held fall camp practice number three yesterday. Kalani Sotaki called it a solid practice. Today's photo day, in the indoor practice facility. We'll have some Facebook Live interviews around four Eastern time and more interviews with the guys coming up tomorrow on BYU Sports Nation.
0: Speaking of the Olympics, now to Rio! in the Olympics. Get your Maracas, Jerem. Beach volleyball duo Casey Patterson, BYU alum and Jake Gibb lost to an Austrian duo. Come on. They'll be back. Taylor Sander and Team USA also return in men's volleyball against Italy today at two Eastern. We will be watching.
1: Yeah. And in the coming weeks to tend at Tsumba in the 200 for Zimbabwe, Jared Warden the Marathon, so Keep an eye on those guys, and we will update you right here on BYU Sports Nation. Cougars in the miners update. Adam Law went two for four with the double in an RBI last night for the double A Jackson Generals. Jacob Brugman also went two for four with the Triple A Nashville Sounds, and Brennan Lund went three for eight. That game must have gone extra innings with a run for the single A Burlington Bees.
0: That or they scored thirty seven <laughs> runs.
1: <laughs> eight at bats. I don't even <laughs> get that in the slow pitch intramurals out here. Jeez.
0: In all seriousness, do you think Ryan Murphy has any idea that his name has been discussed ever on BYU Sports Nation? Do you think that has gotten back to him in any way, shape, or form? No,
1: because they discuss it on Cal Sports Nation, right?
0: Oh! Wait, do they have their own TV show? They have
1: a conference (laughs) network!
0: Everyone but the Big 12 has one. It's good to be on BYU Sports Nation. Rise and shout! It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. The most important game on the schedule. Now, important is one of those tricky buzzwords that you can, in a lot of ways, spin however you want. I mean, what goes into determining something that is important? It's highly opinionated, and that's what makes it fun. No kidding. There are 49 synonyms of important listed in the online thesaurus That's, yeah, the, uh, Thesaurus that I looked up today. The dinosaur thesaurus. Yes, the thesaurus, including the following. Critical, influential, meaningful, meaningful. and vital. vital. Which angle will you take to answer today's Twitter question?
1: What's the most important game on BYU's 2016 football schedule?
0: Critical, oh, influential, oh, meaningful, oh. vital.
1: Oh, ho, ho. use the hashtag BYUSN. At Milton underscore rat. Utah, always Utah. Unless we are not playing Utah, then it's Utah. <laughs> <laughs> so That's a great answer. You're going with Utah. People working together. Together we reach. At Hunter Day, UCLA. The national focus they will have will put BYU on the map. And a win will certainly help BYU in the rankings.
0: What happened Weigh last in. time UCLA came to Provo, Jerem?
1: Oh, I believe that was a 59 nothing win for the Brigham Young Cougar
0: Spencer. Did that one put BYU on the national map?
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the quest for perfection was in tall uh, order.
0: Don't, don't you dare bring <laughs> that back. <laughs> don't you dare bring I'm that back. I'm just stating facts, yo. Sorry. Okay. How, my how, answer, are you, how are you going to answer the question? My
1: answer is the answer. Because Utah. I don't really feel like I have to explain myself right yes, now. Yes, you do. BYU's lost five in a row. Are there bigger games on the schedule? Yes. That will matter nationally more. Yes. Absolutely. So then why pick Utah? UCLA, Michigan State, even Boise State You're, how, might you're painting even yourself
0: into a corner. How are you going to get out? The game
1: that matters the most is against that team up north. BYU hasn't won five in a row, lost the bowl game. It is t- – like Rafiki said in the Lion King, it is time for BYU to beat the Utes. has Utah. This
0: staff hasn't lost five in a row to they Utah. won
1: anything either. It's time – To beat Utah. I don't... Come on. If you're a BYU fan, you understand the importance of this game. I'm not not saying it's not important. And to lessen the importance on this game is to give credence to the fact that BYU's lost five in a row and they're just trying to ignore the bad, okay? It's all about the Utes, baby. really? Mic
0: drop. The tunnel vision? (laughs) The tunnel vision?
1: Listen, tunnel vision helps you keep focus on the things that (laughs) matter most. And the thing that matters the most...
0: Is beating Utah first? First? Oh, I'm not saying that it's not important, but is it the most important? Think about what it will do for BYU nationally. You goes. have to.
1: I already went there.
0: You have to. Your
1: attacks on my argument will be. BYU you can, hey, beating. I'm like, I'm like, what's his name with the glasses
0: in Sandlot?
1: You got it. Just pull it up. <laughs> you got it's Utah. Just say it. It's Utah.
0: This is, oh. It's an important game, no question. Like, that that's not the argument. Is it the most? Why is it the most? Because they've lost five in a row? Is that your number one headline? Like, it's the most important because they've lost five in a row. Is that, is that why?
1: BYU has been in football bondage to Utah. <laughs> it is time to part the blue sea and escape.
0: It is time! Let's go! I i want that so. Dismal streak to end as well. But you have to understand that BYU is a national football brand. They're a national brand. It's if bigger than Utah.
1: If you can't, right now it's not. When you lose five in a row, you're not no, bigger than is. Utah. No, it is. It's bigger than Utah. No, no, no. Utah. I mean the success on the field.
0: The most important game on the schedule, clearly, is the home clearly. debut. The oh. home debut oh. Against UCLA. Oh,
1: let me look. No, you have goggles. the blue goggles on with clearly, Utah. Clearly, yes, I can see yes. uh, that it is. What? Who? UCLA? You, you, said you Utah
0: said? with your blue goggles on. You're, you're wearing the blue goggles saying it's Utah.
1: Absolutely. And <laughs> most of our audience wears the blue goggles, Spencer. Spencer, this is a symbol of the people. <laughs> I'm not saying. And the people uh, want to beat Utah. Uh,
0: <laughs> Together we reach. Just hear me out. Stop okay, ignoring the people. Just hear me out. Just be logical for like
1: Be logical? 90 this seconds. is a sports show
0: based on opinion. <laughs> this is the home debut of Kalani Satake. This is your first chance to have your own new coach in his home stadium, named after the man he was recruited by and played under. Also the Heisman Trophy winner in his home stadium, coaching for the first time with BYU in Ty Detmer. This is going to be a ranked team that comes to Provo. How many ranked teams are going to be in Provo this year? Probably only one. Only one. And it's going to be UCLA. Oh, they're quarterbacked by Sports Illustrated's poster boy this week, Josh Rosen. The chosen Rosen, who many think will be the number one quarterback taken in the next NFL draft. BYU's got two pretty good quarterbacks of their own. The quarterback battle will be amazing, and because of that, the ESPN spotlight will only shine brighter. If BYU, nay, when BYU wins this game, oh! when BYU beats UCLA, the most overrated program in America, they will make a national splash, and people will pay attention to BYU because they beat UCLA more so than if they beat Utah.
1: Why is it the most important game if UCLA is the most overrated program in the country always, as you say? And I agree with you on that.
0: It's because they're a name and they've got the quarterback and they'll be ranked. They'll be ranked. You're saying they're going to beat UNLV at home in week one? I am. (laughs) I'm going to go out on a limb and say that UCLA will beat UNLV.
1: All BOA is going to do is play undefeated teams to start the year. Arizona undefeated at zero and zero.
0: Are you saying Utah's going to be? Utah, Southern Utah? will be
1: one zero with the win over Southern Utah, and you and and UCLA will be one. Did they not play September third? I just see them playing UNLV first. Oh, they play at Texas A M. Oh, they got to go win that. Okay, so if they win the first two, they will be ranked. They'll be ranked. Listen, UCLA is a huge game, no doubt. The one I proposed was BYU's first road game as well. Kalani Satake's return to Utah, where he was actually there longer than he ever was at BYU, by the way. He's a Cougar, but he has a part of him that's a Ute. Like It's just part of his, his, what makes him who he is, his coaching influence and everything, which is part of uh, Cougar because Kyle Winningham was a Cougar and so on. It's Utah, baby. You could argue all, all kinds of games on this, but as long as BYU wins the Pac-12 South, We'll both be happy.
0: <laughs> Critical, influential, meaningful, and vital.
1: Oh, 4 0, oh, man. <laughs> wow. It's amazing how much mine fits. It is like the perfect puzzle piece.
0: Tell me, <laughs> you admit that if BYU beats UCLA, nay, when they beat UCLA. <laughs>
1: nay, what are you, a horse?
0: <laughs> <laughs> nay, when they beat UCLA. It will make more of a national splash compared to if they beat Utah.
1: Yeah, but a Michigan State win is more important than a UCLA win. Mm, in, see, in, I don't in, know, in I don't know that it is. In terms of national splash. I no. don't know that it is. Listen, all I know is that BYU plays Arizona on September 3rd. Mm. Countdown to the Wildcats. 25 days. 25,
0: dude. Only are you, 25 days. Are, are you close days. enough to say that it's close? Uh, No.
1: It's still three weeks. You're plus.
0: worried about getting everything done, though. Yeah, so sh- I have some logistical concerns. So isn't it close it enough? If it's close yeah. enough to make you worry, then it's close.
1: It's getting closer. That's for sure.
0: Conversation happening right now on Twitter. Use the hashtag #BYUSN and join BYU Sports Nation. Coming up, senior cornerback Michael Davis is okay with being on Davis Island, but first, Hall of Famer in the CFL Ben Cahoon breaks down his receivers. <laughs> BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. The conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN.
1: Facebook Live has been awesome. If you watch the first three days of fall camp, you could join the 60,000 people who have viewed our Facebook Live videos. So we'll go to practice And we'll give you the videos. They're on demand on Facebook.com slash Sports. Today at 4 Eastern, we will walk around Photo Day, do some Facebook Live as well, do some more uh, two-on-ones or one-on-ones that will air tomorrow. So hang out with us today. Uh, 4 Eastern, we'll do some Facebook Live live from Photo Day.
0: I'm guessing that number has climbed over
1: That was as of 2 p.m.
0: 70 or 80,000 now. It could be 500,000.
1: We just haven't looked That yet. number
0: of views could fill Lavelle Edwards Stadium, Jerem.
1: That's what I thought. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought actually yesterday.
0: <laughs> Which is why we are here. I that love it. That is the one
1: reason we are it. here. By the way,
0: <laughs> hung out with uh, one of my friends yesterday who was a diehard cool. BYU fan. Shout out to Corey. Uh, and he told me – If
1: you hang out with Spencer, you'll get a shout out.
0: This deals. This deals with our Twitter question today, and that is what is the most important game on BYU's 2016 football schedule? Jerem says Utah. I say UCLA for the national impact. Jerem says got to end the streak. It's Utah. It's the rival. It's the, the, Because the, Utah. The nonsense period. needs to end. <laughs> Corey says, you know, generally I agree with pretty much everything you say, Spencer, but I'm with Jerem on the whole I, – I enjoy I, his – Wait, is Corey your ringer?
1: Uh, buddy? Yes. Yeah, I met Corey. Yes, yeah, yes yeah. that's right. Yeah, you brought him to a competition that we beat athletics in. Uh huh.
0: <laughs> that was a wise decision on my part.
1: <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, this year they said, don't bring, as long as Spencer doesn't bring a ringer again. So sorry, Corey. <laughs> you won it for us last year. We're going to have to win it for ourselves this year. <laughs> that said, he's, he's with you on the Utah debate. Of course he is, because he's a blue goggled man. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. You, you know the game we actually forgot to mention that's actually the most important? It's West Virginia. Because regardless of what BYU thinks, that's going to be a Big 12 inclusion it's the, game. It's the only game, in or out of that point. It's the
0: only game against a Big yes. 12 opponent.
1: Yes, exactly. Speaking
0: of, at Ben Bitter tweets this in. Answering which is the most important game on BYU's 2016 football schedule. West Virginia. There you First go. time to show the Big 12 conference that we should be in and could be the toughest game.
1: Now, now here's the thing. If BYU wins, that doesn't mean they deserve to be in the Big 12. If they lose, that does not mean they don't deserve to be in the Big 12. If the record mattered, Houston would be in. What they go, 13-1 and last year, won a uh, New Year's Six game, before State? And one, 13-1? Doesn't yeah. matter. Doesn't matter.
0: But it carries that underlying feeling, yes! right, Jerem?
1: Yes, it will. I'm telling you, it will, but it doesn't really matter. The Big 12 doesn't go, oh, yeah, we should have invited BYU because they beat West Virginia. No. That's, not That's how it works. the
0: tricky week four game.
1: That's the Michigan spot, isn't it? Now if BYU has close games, emotional, dramatic, close games. Phil Steele told us that he thinks that that took some energy out of BYU that we saw not there against Michigan. Right?
0: Interestingly enough, the tricky week four game comes after the UCLA game, just like it did well, last well, season.
1: Well, well, the second most important game on the schedule, the UCLA game.
0: BYU's got to beat. <laughs> BYU has to win the most important game on the schedule against UCLA to win the Pac 12 South.
1: It is important. Well, maybe they go 2 and 1 and tie. Who knows? <laughs> All I know is we <laughs> hang in a banner if BYU wins the Pac 12 South. Coach champs even. Cause in Studio a thi- B. Because that's the thing, apparently. In Studio B. In Studio B.
0: At Hamoha YN74. Game one, Arizona, high-quality opponent, got to get the ball rolling, (laughs) objects in motion. You don't agree with the high-quality opponent? No, seven and
1: six last year, not high-quality opponent. Come on. (sighs) I know they went to a New Year's Six game the year before. They were the third-best team out of the Pac-12 that year.
0: Here's the thing. Coaches and players, they will tell you the first game is the most important game because it's the next. And game one, of course, is against Arizona. Ben Cahoon, one of the BYU coaches, back for a second go-around with the Cougars, will tell you game number one is the most important. He was just recently honored as one of the greatest receivers in CFL history. In fact, so great that we made him our stat of the day. It's
1: the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Ben Cahoon Had a CFL record 1,107 career catches. Holy cow. The dude can
0: ball. The dude can ball. Hall of Famer. Ben Cahoon. The Jerry Rice of the CFL. Arguably has the most swag when it comes to rocking style on the BYU coaching staff. Seriously, I've heard this from a number of people. He told me yesterday, I'm a visor guy. And I was like, oh yeah, why? And he's like, because my wife likes it. And that's what matters most, right? If your wife likes it, you wear it. And Ben Cahoon, in his visor, joined Jeremy and myself for a two-on-one following fall camp practice day three. Here is that interview. Ben, a lot's been said about replacing over 2,000 yards in production in the wide receiver group, not to mention throwing in a new pro-style offense on top of that. Having to do that, what do you think about your wide receiver group coming back this time around?
2: I'm excited. We've got guys, they're working hard, and... Um, you know, I didn't even realize we're trying to replace that much production, but um, I think we've got guys that are veterans that understand it, that have been chomping at the bit, and uh, they're ready to go. I think they're capable.
1: I know you were here in spring, but what's it like to be back for another fall camp uh, on the BOA coaching staff?
2: It's amazing. It's it's awesome. Spring's kind of like fake football. You know? you know you're not getting ready for a game. You're just trying to compete and, and get better. We emphasized... Uh, technique and fundamentals, but now we know that that there's a prize at the end of the day. So the energy's amped up a little bit, and and uh, it's more fun.
0: How do you corral that energy? Because they're going to come out with a lot of passion and and ready to go, especially early in camp. How do you corral some of that and, and save it so that later in camp you can kind of bring some of that back?
2: You know, it's healthy, but I think we took care of it naturally. With you can't ha- you don't have pads on the first two days, so you can't be crazy. You can't be throwing your body around too much. So I think that naturally took care of it. The guys have handled it well. Um, we're not trying to hold back anything. We want these guys to practice at game speed. So, and we want to make practice harder than the game. So, um, you know, it's it's not a bad thing.
1: Tell us about some of the guys in your group uh, that could make an impact this season. You think?
2: Right now, there's a lot of battles still going on, so that's yet to be determined. But there, there is a mix of six or eight guys that that are very capable, um, and I'm just excited to see how it works out how it plays itself out. The guy, it's going to come down to who makes plays. You know, I think athletically, everybody's good enough to, to get on the field. Um, Speed-wise, that's definitely the case. It's just who becomes most dependable and, and comes down with the ball.
1: The fans assume that because the guy did... Uh, had a significant impact last year that he'll start and play and that kind of thing. How do you guys evaluate that, but also have your own evaluation of the player's skills?
2: I think that assumption would be uh, incorrect. Uh, There are positions that have yet to be earned out there, at the wide receiver spot anyway. Uh, Experience is important, but it's not everything. And and we've got to find the right mix of guys that are going to complement each other and more than anything make the quarterback's job easier.
0: One of your experienced guys is Nick Kurtz. Uh, Had a kind of a breakout year last year. He's been banged up early in the season, so there's naturally some concern there about when he'll be available. What's the timetable for his return?
2: You know, I think he's ahead of schedule, and and I think there's a chance we get him back for that first game. um, We're not going to rush it. Um, It's a long season. Uh, we miss him out there, without a doubt, and, and it's too bad, the timing of it. The timing of it is too bad because we like to have a full, fall camp to work on some stuff and get his confidence up. But at the same time, you know, there's a chance he won't miss any games, so um, it'll be nice to put it behind him.
1: Who are some of the leaders uh, among the receivers that you see uh, sticking out in camp right now? Well,
2: the, the older guys. Nick Kurtz is a leader, even though he's not out there playing. Um, but he's vocal and very helpful. Uh, and so is Mitch Jergens. And Garrett just understands the offense really well too. So the Garrett, the Jergens brothers, and and uh, Nick are probably the most vocal. Can, can you tell the difference between uh, the Jergens? Not very well. <laughs> Do you know the key? Uh, what's the key? The mole from Mitchell. Nice the mole right here. Can you see it in right a helmet? There. Yeah. Oh, oh It's
1: below, I think it's below the helmet. Okay. Yeah. All right, It'd be to tough with the pads, out. though, scrunching <laughs> up. Pads, helmet. I'm 87, to go, too, right? I
2: used to go. I'll be honest. I've actually thought this, that if they really wanted to switch numbers, I would have no clue. <laughs> if, but um, I used to be the wedding ring, but then Mitch got married Mitch this got year. Married, so, so. Can't go with that anymore. <laughs> if, if we threw you out there against Arizona as a receiver on this team,
1: how do you think you'd do? You still got it? Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't believe I, you for a
2: second. There's no way.
0: <laughs> the hands are still there, though, right? They're always there.
2: They could be ready if I knew I was going to have to do it. Give me yeah. two weeks, they'd, they'd be ready, but yeah. not right now.
0: You were recently honored for your Canadian football career uh, in Montreal. What did that mean to you to go back and, and have the fans embrace you that way and and to be kind of inducted as a legend in the CFL?
2: It was an incredible weekend, and it was great to have my whole family there. And daughters have grown up, so, you know, they can – Coach Cahoon, baby. They can uh, – Appreciate it a little bit more, but uh, it was fantastic. It was something you never think would happen, and and, um, it was just—it's still surreal. I I really can't describe it, but it was—it was a fantastic weekend.
0: Let's be honest, Colby Pearson just wanted to walk by. He wants with with the shirt off, with 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 in front of the camera. He
2: wants some PT receivers.
1: (laughs) Have assignments been made for who's going to be in the booth and on the field? No. Do you have a so preference? To do you like determined. interacting with the guys on the field more?
2: I do, but I'll do whatever, you know, is asked, and, and I think we're going to hash all that stuff out in the next week or two.
0: I know you were excited about getting a second chance at this, uh, especially with BYU, and you spent a lot of time thinking about how you were going to do things differently. How have you done things differently this time around?
2: I think I've, I'm bringing a little bit more energy on the field. Instead of look back, observe, I'm, I'm a little more active, proactive, instead of passive my personality is more passive and observe, you know, but but uh, I'm just trying to get in guys' faces a little bit more and um, get downfield and congratulate them when good things happen and and uh, I think I think that's happening, it's more fun. So I can tell there's a little bit of difference. <laughs> it's Mike, guys walks, that love the <laughs> Mike camera wants PT too. Yeah. Mike's a receiver at heart. <laughs> <laughs> he loses, he's down about 100 pounds from his playing days, and he loves that camera now. <laughs> ben, as we uh, wrap up,
0: with all the different names that, and the Polynesian emphasis on this team, you, you've got a few in your receiving court, notably Moroni Laulu Pututau. What do you refer to Moroni as? Is it just Moroni or, or MLP? What have you chosen to do?
2: Moroni or Mo, I have n- I have not attempted the last name at all. So and I don't think I ever will. It's <laughs> fair. But it's just Mo when, when it needs to be short, and Moroni when we've got a little time. Get Mo catches. That's what I say. <laughs> yeah.
0: Coach, thanks for the time.
2: You bet. Pleasure, guys.
0: Good to have Ben back leading the wide receiver group at BYU. And you know, I, I like the fact that he's just like he's a matter of fact guy. I haven't tried his name. I'm not going to.
1: Yeah, he's very matter of fact. He's he's uh, all about that base, as they say. Uh, the base being catches for the BYU receivers. And we talked about those guys that are gone: Mitch Matthews, Devon Blackman, Taron Hauk, the three of your top four receivers right there. That's a lot of yards and catches. And Over he Over two thousand yards. Yeah, he didn't know the two thousand yards gone stat. Um, Did I make a mistake bringing that up? No. <laughs> I think that it's good that he knows. But <laughs> I'll tell you this. I do like the guys coming back. I, I think as soon as Nick Kurtz is healthy, he's an impact receiver. Will he be the leading receiver on this team? We'll see. I think Mitchell Juergens can have an impact. His brother Garrett has the same skill set, same body type and, and uh, skills as Mitchell. MLP, Moroni, uh, Laulu, Puchitao is good. Jonah Treneman, a player to watch. We I both really, like him a lot.
0: I really like what I have seen from Jonah Treneman.
1: I think Micah Simon could be a guy that you're going to look for. Don't, be, don't forget Colby Pearson either. Kind of buried on that team last How year. How could we forget Colby Pearson? Two years ago, I thought Colby Pearson, who had good games against Boise State and Middle Tennessee, could be kind of a number two, number three kind of guy.
0: Who walked past the camera and gave Coach Kahuna a shirt? out Of course out. he did.
1: Yo, I got my shirt off. <laughs> Want some camera time.
0: As did offensive yeah. line coach Mike Empey. And, Empe. and
1: when, when are these guys going to look <laughs> the best ever in their lives? The beginning of fall camp. They finish conditioning. They're ready to go. Everyone's got a shirt
0: off. Yeah. Something cool I saw yesterday after <laughs> practice, which kind of brought a smile to my face. Was Tanner Mangum and Mitchell Jurgen staying late after practice to? They have
1: been a play lot. catch.
0: That's their mantra. They're the, they're two hard workers. They reenacted the 84 yard bomb against Boise State. Tanner rolling out to the right, right before he gets to the sideline, chucks the ball 59. We're going to say 60 yards in the air down the sideline to Mitchell, who of course caught it and then ran in for a touchdown.
1: And Starman was born later that game. Later
0: that night. Yeah, yeah. He was the book. He was the bookend of that game. First touchdown and, well, the last offensive touchdown because Kai Nakua scored the last touchdown. There you go. Good stuff. Up next, more from BYU Fall Camp with Michael Davis. How much man coverage will BYU play? Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio, simulcasting on BYU TV, presented by the BYU Store. Welcome back to Studio B Of course, the BYU store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere and home to the new BYU Nike shop.
1: Oh, yeah, they have that in the BYU store. Very nice. It Mm -hmm. looks really, really good. Hey, Friday at 6 p.m. Mountain Time, we will be part of the crew that uh, hosts the Big Blue Bash. It's the Cougar Club Salt Lake chapter preseason BYU football party. Check it out at Rio Tinto Stadium. That's home of Real Salt Lake and Sandy. 6 p.m. is when it gets started Mountain Time this Friday. Come hang out.
0: Jerem may or may not be wearing blue goggles and oh. have blue hair that night.
1: No blue hair, but I'll have the blue goggles. That's faux sure. <laughs> show.
0: Looking forward to that. In all seriousness, uh, and, and like Jerem said, if you're local, make it a point to come and join us uh, along with Blaine Fowler. There'll be a lot of BYU Sports Nation representatives.
1: Oh, it's going to be great. Yeah, come hang out. We'd love to meet you guys.
0: Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Stuart Mandel, college football reporter for Fox Sports, reporting 25 LGBT groups led by Athlete Li have addressed a letter to Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlsby expressing concerns with BYU's candidacy for Big 12 Conference membership. BYU spokeswoman Carrie Jenkins gave Fox Sports... The following statement, quote, BYU welcomes as full members of the university community all whose conduct meets university standards. We are very clear and open about our honor code, which all students understand and commit to when they apply for admission. One's stated sexual orientation is not an issue, end quote.
1: U.A. football held fall camp practice number three yesterday. Kalani Sataki called it a solid practice. Today is photo day. We'll have some Facebook Live interviews around 4 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, join the 60,000 who have watched some of the first three days of Facebook Live interviews.
0: Okay, Portuguese master. How do you say it again?
1: Rio de Janeiro! it!
0: Beach volleyball duo Casey Patterson and Jake Gibb lost to an Austrian duo yesterday. I think they'll bounce back. Just like I think USA Volleyball and Taylor Sander will bounce back against Italy today at 2 Eastern. Very nice.
1: Those guys need to uh, get back their winning ways. Cougars in the minors update. Adam Law went 2-4 with the double and an RBI last night for the AA Jackson Generals. Jacob Brugman went 2-4 with the AAA Nashville Sounds. And Brendan Lund went three for eight with a run for the Single A Burlington Bees.
0: Now that I think about that Rio update, maybe we should, in kind of a tangent way, include Jake Murphy in that because his name is on one of our BYU Sports Nation flags, after all. Uh, no, he Ryan Murphy. To sorry, not Jake Murphy. Yeah. Ryan Murphy.
1: Yeah, Jake Murphy is w- went to the U. Was that <laughs> BYU? So, hey, Dale Murphy's kid. Yeah, hey, nice guy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm going.
1: I'm going no on uh, Jake and Ryan Murphy.
0: Murphy's no, law. Murphy's <laughs> law. Don't do this to me, Murph! <laughs> oh, back to our BYU Sports Nation all-access coverage at BYU football fall camp. This time, switching to the defensive side of the ball. We just talked to Ben Cahoon, the receivers coach. Download the podcast to hear what he thinks about being on the field to coach or being in the booth to coach, and how he plans to replace over 2,000 yards of receiving production last year. But now, a former receiver of all people is now the leading defensive back for BYU, and things are getting switched up. A lot more man-to-man coverage, but how much more? Here's Michael Davis, two-on-one with Jeremy and myself. Michael, a new generation of defensive backs – Developing at BYU, six-two, really fast. Uh, what do you think about the uh, the ideal of, of the taller, faster defensive back?
3: You know, with the taller, and faster defensive backs, it gives, it gives us a lot more ability to run downfield with all the receivers who are faster than us. You know what I mean, um, taller, the balls in the air, we have a chance to get up for it better than the I guess, shorter receivers than we have. I mean, shorter corners that we have, but uh, it's a lot better. I mean, just. Different group, different group. You don't look like you've been working hard at all. Sweat, we don't work hard. <laughs> it, may be, it may be just because of the sun, but yeah, you know what I mean? Like, uh, we're working hard, you know. Coach Gennaro is having his work, he's working us. Um, even especially like, after practice, he's still working us. He's teaching us the skills, teaching us how to uh, write technique and all that. It's great, it's a great experience. Describe to us
1: some of the other guys who are playing corner who may, may be a little newer that are doing good work in fall camp.
3: Um, so we have Chris Wilcox, we have Isaiah. Um, we have uh, Cody, Cody uh, well, we call him Lurch. He just came back from, uh, from receiver, he switched over. He's getting a lot better. I mean The first couple of days were a little rough, but he's a lot improved. Chris Wilcox, he's for sure improved. Um, Isaiah, he's, he's, he's a patient guy. When he comes to the corner, he's real patient. Really good. We also have other corners who've been here before, like Diane and Trevor, they're getting a lot better. Um, they're more physical, more, I guess they're just more into it, you know what I'm saying? Um, we also have a young guy, Mike Shelton. Um, He's not practicing right now, but he's he's real good. I mean, he's just waiting for him to come back onto the field right now. You named a lot of players and guys that saw the field
0: last year. Yeah. Compared to previous years that you've played with the defensive backfield, how much depth does the secondary really have? Depth as in like how many people we have? Just or just experience. How confident are you in the group compared to previous years?
3: Um, I'm confident a lot more now because uh, coming from Lana Hall and doing all the work from Lenin and coming here and we're not I guess it's not as hard as it used to be. But we're still training like hard, and um, I guess the mentality is still there. You know, I mean, we're still together. We always hang out. We always know what to do. We talk to each other. We help each other out on the field. So it just communication is key, and We've, we've been doing that. D-
1: describe the play of Akile Davis, who made the switch from wide receiver to defensive back.
3: Um, at first, he was he was a little bit timid, a little bit kind of like you know, like why do you switch me over? here? But then he's improved. He's he's very he's a physical. He was a physical receiver, and he transferred over to a DB. He's really physical now. Um, we're st- well, we're all still working out on our, our techniques, so that's the big thing we got to work out is techniques.
1: Aren't the best uh, cornerbacks the former receivers? I heard that,
3: right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> exactly. You get to
0: wear the royal blue practice jersey,
1: too.
3: Exactly. exactly. This is cool.
0: I like it. You know, these new jerseys are they're
1: pretty cool. Uh, do you like having the name on the back? Does that mean uh, something?
3: It does. Um, I guess he just represents my family, you know. I always going to represent the family. Whatever I do is for the family. And I'm pretty sure all the, all the boys out here do everything for their family. Where have you improved the most from your start of
0: your BYU football career to where you are today?
3: I guess it's just my mentality. Coming in as a freshman, I, was, I had confidence, but I didn't really have enough confidence. I was kind of like, you know what I mean, like, I think I'm good, but I'm, I don't know if I'm really good. And Just now, just being able to play, especially last year, and also my sophomore year, being able to play and start, the confidence just goes way up, you know what I mean, because you know, now you know that you can play with other people. You can play with people who are bigger than you, faster than you. You know what I mean? Just, it's great.
1: How much uh, man-to-man, how much press coverage are you guys playing?
3: A lot. You just, like, every play, like, every other down, it's, it's, it's a man. It's a lot better. You know, I like man. I like being on the island. So, me just like Darrell Rivas. Can we expect
1: that this yeah. fall? You guys playing a lot of men? Yeah,
3: you will. We'll see us playing a lot of men this year, for sure. Mike, great to talk to you, man. Good, Good luck at fall camp. Thank you.
0: Senior cornerback Michael Davis for BYU football, former receiver, transitioned over to defensive back, and now he is the guy on the edge who says, look, I like being on an island. And from what it sounds like, Jerem, the cornerbacks are going to have ample opportunity to prove themselves in solo man-to-man coverage.
1: Which is exciting because uh, Bronco Hall played more zone, uh, more you know help schematics associated with that. Now BYU can use some of the athleticism. Uh, Elisa Tuiaki, Kalani Sataki, and this crew, they think that BYU has the guys to be able to go man-to-man. There's some risk in that. You can get burned in that. Uh, Michael Davis said, I want to be on an island like Revis Island, Darrell Revis, one of the best cover corners in the NFL, or used to be. I don't know. I, you don't hear about a good cover corner very much because he didn't, doesn't get thrown to. If BYU can do that, that frees up the safeties to make plays in other spots.
0: What is the most important game on BYU's 2016 football schedule? At BYU underscore Bob says, order of importance equals order of games. That way, every game is most important.
1: You're not on the team, right? You you don't have to pick the first game if you don't want. You can if you would like, uh, but I do not take it one game at a time because I'm not on the team. I can have fun with the whole schedule. The stress of being on a team and just focusing on that one game, that's for the players, baby. We can point out whatever we want,
0: man. At K Wilkins says... When Spencer puts his hair on the line for the game, that's the most important. That's true. What game are you putting your hair on the I'm line? I'm not going for? to. He also said, whichever <laughs> game Jerem guarantees a 17 plus spread. I lucked in that schedule. Only Southern Utah sticks out for that. <laughs> and UMass. And UMass. Yeah, those guarantee. two, that's it, man. We'll have more of your Twitter conversation coming up next. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton. Jerem Jordan, live from Studio B. If you miss an episode of this show live, the rebroadcast airs weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern.
1: Hey, guess what? Tonight is the debut of After Further Review. Tonight, 7 Eastern time, the guys, Dave McCann, Blaine Fowler, David Nixon, and Brian Logan, break down BYU and SMU from 1980. So they do a classic version. I believe they have a couple of these uh, in August as they get set for the 2016 season. So check it out tonight. Uh, and want to just check that time. I believe it's at uh, seven Eastern, or is it eight? D- I believe it's at seven, but we'll we'll check that. It's coming up tonight on BYU TV.
0: Season debut featuring the Miracle Bowl. Can they utilize technology from video that is thirty-six years old? You better believe they can.
1: Find out tonight. And <laughs> after further review, that's a good show. Check it out if you haven't seen that show before. Uh, digital. Uh, Film breakdown, telestration. It's very cool.
0: What is the most important game on BYU's 2016 football schedule? At BYU fan 1995 it says Utes. Had they beat them in Vegas, I'd say UCLA or Michigan State, but you've got to beat the rival.
1: I agree with that. Um, so if it would, if, it if cha- the streak it would was over, I would go with a different game, be- but there's some angst there because it's been five in a row. So that's
0: the number one reasoning, which is what I was getting yeah, at. Yeah. On yeah. The, top, in the top of the show.
1: Yeah, it's the number one reason. You doing all right, man? I'm, you, need, I'm, you need some water?
0: Nope, I'm choked up. Yeah?
1: You're just getting emotional thinking 25 days from now to I'm choked be like? up
0: because college football is super close, man. 25. 7
1: days. Eastern, by the way, tonight, after further review. After
0: further yep. review. Also, thinking about one of the yeah, greatest moments in BYU through. football history.
1: It was amazing. I mean, that game's unbelievable. It was a miracle. It's, BYU fans have nicknamed it the Miracle Bowl, and it was
0: a miracle. I love that people... Will call us out on our Twitter opinions. This is what we want, people. We want you to disagree with us sometimes because it makes it fun. At BYU underscore Bob just said, "At Spencer Winton, stop kidding yourself. A road Michigan State win is way bigger yeah. than a UCLA home win."
1: You just you just have something against UCLA I, I, because uh, the biggest game on the schedule is Michigan State. Like, well, is like, the
0: is the biggest the most important though? Is no, the biggest no. the most important? No, the we're most not th- discussing the biggest game.
1: I know, but. You Like, Michigan State is a you, – you argued for national notoriety. Michigan State was a playoff team last year.
0: Yes, we also thought that Missouri was going to be a huge game in November of 2015. Yeah, the Missouri Michigan spent. State game is later. It depends on what they've done. UCLA is going to be early, and so there is less opportunity for them to slip up. Beating a ranked team early – it is everything is, for no, BYU. Is it BYU yes. beat a ranked Boise State and it carried and it, little to no weight? How much nationally? Really? Later? Really? It got them ranked. It jumped them up to number nineteen because they were two and zero. Oh. Exactly. Win, the win itself. You got to make a statement early. Ranked You got to make a statement early.
1: Making a statement later is better than making a statement early. I didn't early. say that. I'm Michigan just saying like, state you, would be a bigger statement later in the season than it, beating it, UCLA you don't know that, in week though, three. You don't
0: know that because Michigan State might be three and three and not ranked. You don't know that.
1: So beating a, a two and oh UCLA what if UCLA ends up eight and five? Did it really matter?
0: Like beating Did voices- it matter when BYU Pummeled Texas when they were ranked 15th and finished 8-5? and five? Yes, it mattered. At the it time, mattered. it did. Yes, at the end at of the, the time, season, it did not. At the time, yeah. it mattered.
1: We're, we're spitballing before the season. What really matters is after the season. Or does the moment matter more? That's a question I have because I've chronicled this on this program. As BYU has defeated good teams, traditionally that team did not end up being that good, Right. There, there are exceptions to that rule. Miami, obviously, that team finished, like, second in the country, third in the country that year. Okay. But you beat a ranked Boise State team last year. They, I think they end up 9-4. and four. Like, beating a team that ends up really good in the end is hard to do because that team's really good.
0: So, BYU, it was important in the moment, and it ended up being a quality win against Boise State. So, it was a big win.
1: It was the only win of a team that won 8-plus. Yeah. But they didn't finish ranked. You know what I mean? BYU only has 16 wins all time where they beat that team and they finished in the top 25 in the AP poll. 16. Tough to do. It's really hard. It's really hard. Michigan State will not be as good as they were last year. They were a one-loss Final Four team going in to the college football plan. Then they ran into Derrick Henry. Actually, he ran into them.
0: Which is why I didn't pick. Michigan State has the most important game. It's so not the home saying, debut. It's saying, not the home debut.
1: Being home debut has nothing to do with it. It for does, me, too, have something to do does, with it. For me, it has, like, home, road, doesn't matter where it is. Neutral, whatever. The, so, the biggest, the second biggest win in BYU history was a First whatever.
0: home game for the new staff against a ranked opponent. I
1: picked the first road against game. Against Josh Rosen. Even harder, degree of difficulty, harder. It's on the road, right?
0: More eyeballs will do, be on the UCLA game than I think, than any other game BYU plays this year?
1: Uh, I'll, take, I'll take the Utah game being the most eyeballs because it's on Fox. It is on more than, Fox. More than ESPN. Yeah. Well, how many games will BYU have in a prime timeable position? It, the, these games that are like 821 kicks, those are not in prime time on the East Coast. Starting at 10? That's not prime time. That's prime time in the West and Mountain
0: time zone ranked team at what, po- at what
1: point is uh, sports center end? coverage 11
0: sports center coverage people will see this because ucla is a ranked team like byu utah highlights might not air on the national programs because it won't feature a ranked team
1: what's more important to you uh if they're ranked in the moment is that the like biggest thing because michigan state
0: Yes, so, because guess so what? Are you when, you UCLA a, when you is beat when you beat a best ranked team, team on BYU's schedule? Well, no, I'm not saying they're the best team. I'm saying this is the most opportunistic because important game because it's early. It's mm. an it's an early chance for BYU to make a statement and trampoline themselves into the rankings. If
1: you don't beat Utah, the a UCLA win would not matter as much. Okay. Too. So I'll that's will, part of the I will setup, retort right? that
0: with this. When BYU lost to Virginia and beat Texas, how much were we talking about the Virginia game? It was an afterthought.
1: And then, after BYU lost to Utah, we thought, oh, they're 1-2. and two. Shoot. And and guess what? The conversation wasn't about BYU. It was about Texas. It wasn't even about BYU.
0: It was about BYU when they beat Texas the second time around.
1: Now, the second time around, BYU took it to, yeah, at Texas. Yes.
0: Loaded Cougar Whip Around up next. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it.
2: It's time for the Cougar Whiparound Athletics.
0: Stuart Mandell of Fox
1: Sports reports 25 LGBT groups led by Athlete Ally have addressed a letter to Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bolsby expressing concerns with BYU's candidacy for Big 12 conference membership. BYU spokeswoman Carrie Jenkins gave Fox Sports the following statement. BYU welcomes as full members of the university community all whose conduct meet university standards. We are very clear and open about our honor code, which all students understand and commit to. When they apply for admission, one stated sexual orientation is not an issue.
0: Football. The Cougars held fall camp practice number three yesterday. Kalani Satake called it a solid practice. Today, photo day. We'll have some Facebook Live interviews around 4 Eastern. By the way, Tanner Mangum was named by QB Mecca as the hidden gem of the 2017 class. Cougars in
1: the Olympics. Beach
0: volleyball deal
1: Casey Patterson and Jake Gibb lost to Austria. And Taylor Sander and Team USA's indoor men's volleyball team plays Italy today at 2 Eastern Time. Cougars in the miners.
0: Adam Law went two for four with a double and an RBI last night for the Double A Jackson Generals. Jacob Brugman also went two for four with the Triple A Nashville Sounds. And Brennan Lund three for eight in one game with a run for the single A Burlington Bees.
2: Cross country. cross
1: country. Men's teams ranked 14th in the Sockany Flow Fitty cross country countdown.
0: Soccer. BYU's women's soccer team plays an alumni game tonight at 9 Eastern. What would you call it, Jerem? The soccer moms versus, versus soccer the players. soccer players.
1: Yeah. Volleyball. BYU TV will broadcast nine matches this season for the Cougars, who have been to four straight Sweet 16s.
0: No pressure. Spencer Linton,
1: back for a third year.
0: Heather Olmstead on... Uh, <laughs> Getting back to the Sweet 16, that's right? It.
1: Just get to the NCAA tourney, I would say, is the goal.
0: Expectations are yeah. really high. That That's an amazing That'd program. that be good. Hey. It's an amazing you, run they've you had. get
1: back to the tourney? That's significant.
0: rise and shout. <laughs> Brought to you by Dexter and Dexter help when you need it most. Dexterlaw.com. I'll turn it over to you, Jeremy
1: Bob Bolesby. He's going to keep getting it uh, until BYU is either in or out. Hopefully in.
0: And will we <laughs> retract all of our... Rise and shouts if BYU is not to get in.
1: No, we we offer them freely. You know,
0: we're just, we're, <laughs> hey, we're nice guys here. Rise and shouts, bubbles. What is the most important game on BYU's 2016 football schedule? Let's go to the Twitter machine. We tweet, tweet at Laser Sheep chiming in. Who is the University of Utah? Alex, I'll go with uh, Bolzbiisms for two thousand. Seriously though, it's Utah.
1: I started watching Sports Jeopardy to see if I could hang. There's some tough questions in that.
0: Have you watched Sports Jeopardy? I Dan have. Patrick? I have recorded the series. Yeah.
1: So I haven't watched like ep- eight aired the other day. So my wife's like, "Why is the DVR full of Sports Jeopardy?" <laughs> Who
0: won the 1967 American League pennant? I'm like, uh, uh, uh Yankees. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's not those the are, Reds because are tough. Yeah. tough questions. No, it was fun. Really fun. Our elite tweet of the day from <laughs> at Still Team Riley answering the most important game on BYU's 2016 football schedule. It's Cincinnati in November. We'll need to bring our A game versus a team that just found out they're not in the Big 12. What?
1: I think they're getting in.
0: Thanks to Ben and Michael Davis, and everyone on our crew. The
1: conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter using the hashtag BYUSN. Yes, but will the fighting
0: FedExes get in? That's what I really want to know. I just hit the jib with the football. Don't break stuff, man. Oh my goodness! Don't break stuff. (laughs) <laughs> audio podcast on iTunes and the TuneIn app, show on demand, BYUSN.com. For Jeremiah I'm Spencer. Shout out to Burnell Lamb. We'll see you tomorrow.
1: Look out.